Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. God, on this second Sunday of Advent, as we think of hope and prepare ourselves to work for hope through the gift of food, inspire us, God, and teach us that a big part of our job as your people in the world is to embody hope and joy and believing in tomorrow and being a part of that. And so open our ears and our hearts and our minds and our souls this day that we might hear a bit of truth from you. Amen. And so from that text, in those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea proclaiming, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one, the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, the voice of of one, of one, crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. One, one person, one life, one man, one woman, one child. Friends, what difference can just one person make in this world? In this world of some 7.7 billion souls, This world where in just the last 24 hours, about 360,000 souls were born and 150,000 souls went back to their God. In a world that in 2019 can seem so big and so daunting and so complicated and so huge and so fast moving as we stand on the cusp of the third decade of the 21st century That to imagine that just one life can truly change the whole world for the good, it can feel kind of far-fetched or Pollyannish or maybe just wishful thinking. Just one person? Really? But then we have this hero of our story today from the scripture. It's just one guy named John the Baptist, one man standing in the middle of the desert in the wilderness where there are no roads, no holiday inns, not even a decent Wi-Fi signal. And so this John chooses to begin his religious revival in basically east nowhere, where even Uber Camel refuses to travel. John, in between bites of locusts coated in, in honey, and trust me, it does not mask the taste. This John, he preaches at the top of his lungs, To anyone who will listen, repent, God's kingdom is at hand. And he preaches about another man, a solo soul like him, his cousin, actually, this other person named Jesus who hails from a little village. He's the son of a teenage mom named Mary and an everyman dad called Joseph, Jesus, who, at least according to the Bible, And the lack of any information about Jesus for his first three decades on the earth, save for his birth story, and save for one story in Luke about the day that 12-year-old Jesus ran away from Mary and Joseph so he could actually spend more time in church. I mean, what adolescent does that? Anyways, other than this tale, apparently Jesus did absolutely nothing of any significance in the first 30 years of his life. So you got camel hair covered, kind of weird preacher named John, 
And then you've got Mr. Lowkey, I think I will live with my parents until I am 30 years old. Jesus, these two souls, these two oddballs, these two off-the-grid ancient prophets. And while it's safe to say it's true, friends, they did. They changed the world for the good, for the better, for God, for sure, forever. John paving the way for his young relative by calling people to repent. Now, friends, repent just means to turn away from the bad and to turn towards the good. And Jesus, well, this is how one 19th century clergyman wrote about him. A child is born in an obscure village and brought up in another obscure village, works in a carpenter shop until he is 30, and then for three brief years, he is a traveling preacher, proclaiming a message and living a life of love. He never writes a book. He never holds an office. He never raises an army. He never has a family of his own. He never owns a home. He never goes to college. He never travels more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He gathers together a little group of friends about him, and he teaches them a way of life. Those are the facts of Christ's human life. And so today we look back across 2,000 years and ask, well, what kind of legacy has he left across the centuries? All the armies that ever marched, all the parliaments that ever sat, all the kings that ever reigned, and all the presidents that ever governed are absolutely tiny in their influence on humankind compared with this one solitary life. One. Or take one meal, just one meal, like oatmeal for breakfast or rice and beans for dinner. That's what we're going to put together today. Friends, what difference can one meal make in the life of one of our neighbors? Like a little girl who gets up in the morning and she leaves the house with an empty belly because her folks spend most of their money on rent in Boston, which is now about the most expensive place in the country to live. Even if you work full-time as, say, an Amazon delivery person or a nurse's aide, as her parents do. And so she goes to school but she pays more attention to her hunger than her classes, which leads her to eventually flunk out of school and never get to go on to college or learn a good trade. This little girl who continues in a cycle of economic struggle and then has her own family, but they can't make it either. Or this little girl who has a nice hot breakfast that warms her soul and looks forward to a good dinner, too, who goes off to school well-nourished and happy, aware that she is loved by God and neighbors she will never meet. And she works like heck in her classes, and she graduates with honors, and then she gets a full scholarship to a really good college, and she aces that place, too, and so much that she is able to go to law school, where she thrives, and she's number one in her class, and she has a wonderful career, and then one day she gets a phone call asking, if she'd like to be a justice on the United States Supreme Court. And she says yes. And then with her one life, she changes the world for the good, for justice, for love, for sure, forever. Just one person. 
Now, friends, I absolutely believe that that last story I told, it could happen. That what we do, each in our own small but God-blessed way, how we live, friends, how we live, it matters. It matters in life, it matters to God, it matters to others. And so do you and do we dare to have the hope, God's hope, to believe and trust that when we as people of faith seek to do the good, to help feed a family, or house a family experiencing homelessness, or welcome a family working through grief, or to love an addict who comes here every Wednesday night to Alcoholics Anonymous, will we have the faith to trust that with our one life, we can and we actually do make a difference when we ask God to work through us to help repair this broken world. I believe I can make a difference. You can make a difference with how we choose to live every single day. With love, not indifference. With generosity, not selfishness. With gentleness, not brutishness. With hope and not cynicism. Cynicism, which seems to be the language of the times that we now live in. Cynicism that is always a spiritual cancer that tries its best to convince us that we cannot make a difference, that we cannot push back against the hardness of human hearts that threaten to overwhelm our present world. Cynicism that tempts us to just roll over or go back to bed or despair at the state of our national world or creation and to do nothing. Cynicism which leads to apathy that does its best to tempt us into not helping others, not doing what we can for God's love, and so instead we stay home and we binge Netflix and we watch the news all day and we get depressed and become convinced that my one life, it does not matter. Now, does anyone here want to live that way? Anyone? I don't. In this world we're living in now, I want to be a part of the solution and not the problem. I want to build up others and not tear them down. I want to follow in the footsteps of the one whom we follow as Christians. He who fed the hungry and challenged the kings of his day, Christ, who told everyone that he met, your one life matters. To me and to God And you can change this world with love. One. Friends, it always starts with just one person, one soul, and one hope. To change the world for the good. One. Let all God's people say, Amen.